Welcome back, my AGP fam. This week on All Good Points, we're going to be talking about the tournament known around the world. That's right, it's March Madness. Now, I'm going to be filling out my bracket and going over some of the most favorite teams, including my boys over at Duke. Remember to rate and review All Good Points on your favorite podcast platform. I'm Ricky Gray Jr., and this is All Good Points. Now, let's get to it. Okay, so as far as the first round goes, I think I'm going to go ahead and skip it. I might talk about a couple of the games that are like really good in the first round, but I do think it's kind of like clear cut who the winners are going to be throughout the first round. So I'm going to move to the second round. Um, first one I've got coming up, <clears throat> coming up second round in the round of 32, I've got Duke versus UCF. I do have UCF beating uh, Virginia Commonwealth in the first round. The reason why I have that is UCF is a tough team. I think they're actually going to do really well. I know people are high on Virginia Commonwealth right now. Don't be. Don't. Just stop. Okay? Just stop. UCF moves on, but once they move on, they have to play Duke. Duke's going to win. Okay? If... If I had to like just put on a little like a like a little repeater, it would just say Duke all the way up until the end. Like I would just press the space bar and it would be Duke. Um, moving on, I've got Mississippi State actually taking on Virginia Tech, and I do have Mississippi State winning um, and moving forward in that one. Moving on, I got LSU versus Maryland. LSU is a tough team. I do think Maryland's going to be able to uh, move forward from the first round. But when they go to play LSU, I think LSU is just going to have a little bit too much sauce for them. And uh, I got to take LSU in that. Moving on, Louisville versus Michigan State. Here's where a big upset is going to come in because I know you guys are high on Michigan State. The thing about them, the thing about honestly the thing about Michigan teams period is they're kind of a letdown in big pressure pressure uh, situations so I'm not going to take Michigan State even though they are the number two seed and Louisville is the number seven seed I'm actually going to take Louisville have them moving forward uh moving down I got to take Gonzaga over Baylor I do have Baylor beating Syracuse and moving on from the first round but I think once they face Gonzaga Gonzaga is just a completely different team uh that's just a it's a very hard team to play uh, then I've got Murray State coming out of the first round against Marquette, even though Murray State is ranked 12th or the 12th seed. Um, I got to take Murray State moving on from Marquette, but when they go and play Florida State, I got to take Florida State. Got to take those FSU boys, right? Uh, moving down, I've got Buffalo beating Texas Tech, even though people think that I might be a little bit off for picking a six seed against a three seed so early. Um, Buffalo's got some juice, man. I like Buffalo a lot. So I'm picking them to move forward. I've got Florida, the Florida Gators versus, uh, Michigan, the Wolverines. I've got to take Michigan in that game. I'm not doing that based off of like, uh, off of the seating or anything like that, or off of the rankings. I'm doing that like just based off of kind of like a gut feeling about Michigan. I do feel like Michigan has enough to actually propel them all the way up into the sweet 16. Um, that's, that's where I see. That's where I see Michigan's um, Michigan's journey kind of coming to an end. Uh, Michigan, I could see them going Sweet 16, maybe even Elite Eight. That's that's what I see as far as Michigan goes. Okay, uh, so then moving on, we've got up in the South. I've got Virginia uh, beating Gardner Webb. That's obvious. Virginia's going to move forward. I feel the same way that I feel about Virginia is really the same way that I feel about Duke. Um, Duke is a very solid team, just like Virginia is. They play together really, really well. So I have Virginia moving all the way forward. Um, 
So Virginia is going to move on, play Oklahoma. I do think that they're going to beat Oklahoma. Moving down, I've got Kansas State over Oregon. Oregon is a good team. Um, I do have them beating Wisconsin in the first round, but I think once they play Kansas State, they're going to run into a completely different animal and end up losing right there. Uh, moving down, I got Villanova versus Purdue. I've got Purdue moving on. Purdue is an interesting team. Um, actually, let me just talk about Purdue as a college really quick. This year, Purdue has kind of came into their own as far as sports programs go. If you look at the the football season that they had, they had a really, really good football season. They've got a promising kid in Rondell Moore, who's kind of like this small stature, Golden Tate, Dante Hall kind of character, real fast, runs routes really, really well. Can't wait to see what he does in the league. Can't wait to see next year's college football to see how he plays again. But Purdue is actually getting themselves on the map. However, Villanova is a basketball team. That's a very, very good basketball team. So even though Villanova is a six seed and Purdue is a three seed, I've got to take Villanova in that one. Moving down, I got Cincinnati uh, playing Tennessee. Tennessee has this kid, Admiral Schofield. I don't know if you've heard of him. If you haven't heard of him, watch his tape. Just watch his tape, and you'll see why I'm picking Tennessee in that game. I do like Cincinnati, the, uh, Cincinnati though. Cincinnati is such an interesting word to say because it makes you want to say like a T right after that because there's so many Cincinnati. You know what I mean? Either way, um, I've got Tennessee moving forward from that game. Moving down, North Carolina. I got North Carolina versus Washington. North Carolina is obviously going to win. UNC is another team that I feel the same way uh, with Virginia and with Duke. Kind of feel the same kind of vibe coming from UNC. Uh, got Kansas beating Auburn moving forward. I've got Houston beating Iowa State. Um, and then Kentucky beating Warford. Now, I struggled with the Warford versus Seton Hall first rounder because I kind of wanted to take Seton Hall. I ended up taking Warford. Um, something in me just tells me to go ahead and take Warford in that game. But once they run into Kentucky, Kentucky's just going to shut them down and, and just absolutely massacre them. That's going to be ugly. Houston, however, I have Houston beating Georgia State in the first round, obviously, and then going on to beat Iowa State, which I was kind of on the fence about because Houston has lost to teams like Temple. Um, if you guys remember that, that was earlier in the year and they're coming off of a loss from Cincinnati going into March Madness. So I'm not too high on Houston. If that, if that makes any sense, I'm not too big on Houston. I don't think that they're going to do that great. So moving on to the sweet 16, I've got Duke versus Mississippi state, obviously, cause I picked Mississippi state pick Duke. Obviously, Duke's going to come out of that one. I've got LSU versus Louisville. And although I wanted to take Louisville, in my heart of hearts, I just couldn't do it. I had to take LSU. Moving down, I've got Gonzaga versus Florida State. Big Florida State fan. I love Florida State football. love Florida State basketball. Um, but they're not going to be able to beat Gonzaga. And then I've got uh, Buffalo versus Michigan. And I'm taking Michigan. I'm a, I'm a Wolverine at heart. I really appreciate what the Wolverine basketball team has done this year. So I've got to take them. Uh, moving up into the South, I've got Virginia versus Kansas State. Virginia is just a, they're just a completely different animal. And although I like Kansas State and I think they're a very good basketball team, Virginia is going to come out and just destroy them. I think Virginia is going to run away with that game. Just quote me on that. Uh, Villanova versus Tennessee. Tennessee, Admiral Schofield, got to take Tennessee. Even though I like Villanova, I got to take Tennessee. Uh, moving down, I've got North Carolina versus Kansas. That's going to be a tough game, I think, for North Carolina. I think they're going to have their work cut out for them, but I do have them winning. And then Kentucky over Houston. I think Kentucky's going to absolutely just smash and demolish Houston. Houston's about to get exposed right now. Like 
I, I can't even wait for that game. That's how I'm itching for that game. Moving on to Elite Eight, I've got Duke versus LSU. Uh, Duke, obviously. Um, there's there's really no question there, right? Like, there's, there's no question there. It's going to be Duke. I've got Gonzaga versus Michigan. Taking Gonzaga in that one. Um, moving up, I've got Virginia versus Tennessee. This is a game that I struggled with as far as picking went because I didn't I didn't really want to go against my gut and take Tennessee, even though I think Tennessee has the potential to beat Virginia. So I'm going to take Virginia in that one. Um, and then North Carolina versus Kentucky, another really, really, really solid game. Uh, it's going to be tough for North Carolina to kind of break away from Kentucky, but I do think that they have enough to kind of propel them forward into the Final Four. Now, speaking of the Final Four, I've got Duke versus Gonzaga, right? And I've got Virginia versus North Carolina. Those are two very tough games. And although I love Duke and I love everything that Duke is doing, I can't just flat out say Duke is going to win this game by a lot. I can't. I can't do it. Even with Cam Reddish, RJ Barrett, Zion Williamson, Trey Jones, I I have to I have to kind of put it into perspective. Even with me putting everything into perspective and weighing all of the pros and cons of both teams, I have to say Duke. I don't think I don't think Duke comes out of March Madness without the net. I just I don't. So Duke moves forward. I do believe that they're going to play North Carolina. The only reason I took North Carolina over Virginia is because North Carolina has a history of big games. And I think that they'll be able to kind of coach their way into the national championship where they will face Duke. And when they face Duke, I'm just going to paint this picture for you guys really quick, okay? North Carolina has this dreamscape out there that they can beat Duke when Zion Williamson is playing. And if you look at it, the games that they have played against Duke that they've won, which is two out of three, has been when Zion Williamson is not playing. If you are playing Duke without Zion Williamson, you are not playing Duke. You are playing a team without Zion Williamson. That's a fact. That kid is scary. I shouldn't even call him a kid. Here's the thing. I'm older than him, and he makes me look like a dwarf. So he's not a kid. He's just a full-grown man because at the end of the day, you can't argue with somebody that's that big. And is that he's that overpowering for being that young. The the interesting thing about, you know what? I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. Here's 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 my final little anecdote. Duke wins 79 to 76. Zion cuts the net. Now, I know what you guys are thinking. You probably can do better. I get it. I can hear you, okay? I know that this is like a one-way playing, and I'm talking to you right now, but I can hear you, and you're saying that you can do better than me. If you think you can, join my ESPN.com bracket challenge group. The group's name is All Good Points Podcast. I got to thank a sponsor real quick, and then we're going to wrap back around, and we're going to talk about some favorite teams, especially my boys over at Duke. me to paint a quick picture for you you're getting ready to head out to the gym you've got your pre-workout ready you've got your protein sitting there but uh uh-oh you don't have a gym shaker i've got a solution for you hit up gymshakers.ca enter promo code agppod at checkout for free shipping so you can get some of the coolest shakers that are out there on the market remember 
gymshakers.ca promo code AGPPOD at checkout for free shipping. Now, I'm just saying, you don't want to look like the guy that's got the water bottle with the pre-workout, all right? You got to look legit. That's why you need a gym shaker. So go to gymshakers.ca, enter promo code AGPPOD at checkout so you can get shaken, baby. You got to be shaken. You got to shake it all the time, all right? Let's get back to the show. Okay, so the first team that I'm going to be talking about on my favorites list is um, Gonzaga. Okay, so Gonzaga is plus 600 to win, which basically means 6-1. to They have a 6-1 to chance to win the national championship. Now, one of the reasons why I think, or at least I feel anyways, is that Gonzaga has one of the best teams when it comes to assists per game. They average 18.2 assists per game. Solid team. They play really well together. And that's something that you can't really uh, replicate. Now, if we're talking about some of the teams that they've, you know, lost to, I have to get into that because that's something that factors into it as well. You can't have, you really can't have one without the other. You just can't. Okay. You can't have the good without the bad. You have to have both of them. So starting with one of the teams that they lost to Tennessee. Okay. Tennessee is a team that I think is really, really good. Um, but they lost to them 76 to 73. So a close game, but at the same time, they lost to a team like that. So moving forward, does that actually hinder them throughout March Madness? I think yes, because when you lose to a team, not saying that Tennessee is bad, but as high of an esteem as Gonzaga is held to, that's the reason why I say that they can't beat Duke. Okay. Another team that they lost to is a big team, but it's the university of North Carolina. So that's another common thing right there. So say they did, say they by chance got past Duke and ended up in my kind of um, bracket, like they ended up playing the University of North Carolina. Just based off of them not beating them before or maybe not being able to handle them because they lost 103 to 90. That's not good, right? You got blown out by, well, that's not really blown out, but you lost by 13 points. It's not good. So I would still have to take UNC over them, regardless of the odds. That's the thing. Like so many people pay attention to the odds and they kind of like bet all in on that. Even when it comes to Duke, like a lot of people are just saying Duke is going to win because their odds are 200. They're they're plus 200, right? They're, it's two to one. Um, so even with that, like even with people, the way that they talk about Duke, it's it's kind of like they're only talking about it based off of the rankings. You do have to look at the way that the team has played before and the people that they've lost to. So even if they went on and they were able to beat Duke, I don't think that they could beat North Carolina. Um, although Gonzaga is a really good team, I like them. I just can't, I can't in my heart of hearts say that they would, they would move past Duke and get to the finals. And if they did, I don't think that they would win it. That's just, that's just my thought on that. Moving on, I'm going to talk about Virginia a little bit. Now, Virginia is a, uh, an all around good team, right? Uh, good rebounding, good points per game. Um, not great. Uh, it's not necessarily something that you're going to talk about that is, you know, super, super noteworthy, but at the same time, it's still a really good team. The thing is, Virginia has lost to three teams, okay? They've lost to FSU, and their other two losses are to, you guessed it, Duke. They lost their first game 72-70, to lost their second game 81-71. to However, they were able to beat North Carolina. I think that's, that's really good. Virginia's had a great year, and maybe Virginia's time comes about when Duke isn't as big of a powerhouse as it is right now. But as of right now, I can't say Virginia. Just 
heart of heart style guys, just heart to heart with you. I can't say Virginia. Uh, moving on, Kentucky Wildcats. Um, that's another team, really good, all around good team. Great rebounding, uh, great field goal percentage, forty seven point eight from the field. Uh, free throw average isn't really that hot. It's seventy four percent. I mean, it's not. It's definitely not bad. I've seen worse. Um, but points per game is sitting at seventy six point seven. I'm not. I'm not too high on that. Uh, Kentucky's good, but at the same time, they have lost to Duke, right? They've lost to Alabama. They've lost to LSU. They've lost to Tennessee twice. I can't take Kentucky just because of those losses, you know, um, regardless of what it was that went into those. I just, heart of hearts, guys, I can't do it. I can't really take Kentucky, uh, going all the way through. I just don't really feel that one happening. Um, Second to last, I'm going to talk about the North Carolina Tar Heels a little bit, okay? Uh, so they've got May, and that was the guy that I was telling you had 10 rebounds a game. That's their forward. He's really, really good. Plays 31 minutes per game. That's his average. Really, really good. Points average is at 86.1. That's great. 19 assists per game. That means really, really good play, okay? Really good play. Now, one of the things that I want to talk to you about when it comes to North Carolina is something that I saw that I didn't, I definitely didn't like. Okay. They've lost to Texas. They've lost to Michigan. They've lost to the University of Virginia. And of course, they've lost to Duke. Now, they did beat Duke. Okay. And I've told you guys they did beat Duke, but they beat them when Zion wasn't playing. Now, I'm going to talk about when Zion was playing. The final score of that game was Duke 74. UNC 70, uh, 73. Okay. Now the interesting thing is the interesting thing here is the turnover ratio. Okay. UNC had 15 turnovers that game. That's something that you can't do against Duke. Now Duke themselves had 16. That's not good. That's, that's definitely not good, but Duke also out rebounded them. Okay. Or, um, didn't didn't out rebound them, but the the rebound game was really really close. Uh, field goal percentage for Duke. Duke had forty seven point seven versus UNC's thirty nine point seven. You can't you just can't do that. Three point percentage. Duke was shooting at twenty five percent. UNC was shooting at fourteen point eight percent. Those are things that weigh into games one, right? And UNC's biggest problem is that they can't beat Duke. Now moving on, I have to talk about Duke because if I don't then I'm going to sound like a hypocrite. Real quick, I'm just going to say that Duke has the most NBA-ready team that I have seen in a very long time. And I'm going to talk to you about, I'd say I'd say three guys that are NBA-ready and then one guy that's kind of on the fence, all right? R.J. Barrett, NBA-ready. Cam Reddish, NBA-ready. And above all, Zion Williamson, more than NBA ready. He could have been in the NBA coming out of high school, okay? This this guy is not a joke. He's just not a joke. Averages 22.1 points per game, averages almost 10 rebounds per game. His field goal percentage is at 69%. He's he's a monster. He's somebody that you look at and you go, "I don't want to play him." You, you just don't. You just really do not want to play him. Now, moving on, R.J. Barrett is another name that he's getting kind of shadowed or um, shrouded in the mystery that is Zion Williamson. But R.J. Barrett is 
just a great forward to introduce to the league. I think the interesting thing is I think he's going to turn into a guard when he gets to the league. That's just how I feel. That's just how I feel right now. I think he's actually going to get turned into a guard. Um, but moving on, Trey Jones, another really good basketball player for um, for Duke. He averages five assists per game. Duke has good passing. They've got they've got that overall team chemistry. They all really enjoy playing with each other, and that's something that when you see it, you just know that this team is going to go far. And that's how I feel about Duke. Now, what I do have to tell you guys is that is it for this week. That's my time for this week. Now, wait until you hear the next episode. I'm going to have a special guest on. We're going to talk about an injury that is very, very, very common in all major league sports. So get ready for that one to release next weekend. Now, moving on, you guys remember to rate and review all good points on your favorite podcast platform. Jump in on to the uh, to the ESPN.com bracket challenge. I want you guys to challenge me. I want to see how good you guys think you are. I'm not saying that you guys aren't good. I'm just saying I want to see how good you guys think you are. You versus me, the winner is going to get some March Madness merch. So yeah, let's see who wins. I will talk to you guys next week. You guys have a wonderful one. The uh, giveaway stuff will be shipping out at the end of this week. So make sure you check your DMs because I'll be hitting you up here pretty soon for my two winners. You guys have a great, wonderful weekend. I will see you next time.